Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of Jeeps and Java. Where you bring your Java, we'll bring your Jeep, the conversation, sometimes in our Jeep, sometimes in the garage, but rarely just in the studio. So with that, let's get to this edition. Before we get into our podcast, I'd like to thank Anchor for giving us this platform to create our podcast. It's an ideal price, which is free, and that's always good. So with that, let's get on to our main topic. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Jeeps and Java. I'm your host, Larry. And today we're going to go over our trip to Turkey Bay OHV on land between the lakes in Kentucky, right by Kentucky Lake. So with that, let's get into it. So over Independence Weekend, we drove down to Land Between the Lakes, which is in Kentucky, just a little bit south of Missouri. We we stopped by our daughter's house, who is in Cape Girardeau, and it's about a two-hour drive to Land Between the Lakes which makes it a pretty nice little drive for us. We loaded up, it was my wife, myself, and we loaded up Duke, our Jeep dog, and we headed down there. And that area is very rich with areas to ride, trails, and then you have the off-road park, Turkey Bay, which the whole island is is conservation ran so they keep it up maintain it very well and we had a blast so the first day we went down there we just kind of drove down the island and the whole main island of of land between the lakes it's really nothing but one huge state park so there's camping areas and areas where families can pull over and do things but one thing really cool about that whole island is there are a ton of forestry roads all over the place and, and if you go out on maps we use Gaia maps and on Gaia it has a function on there where you can actually pull up your uh, forestry roads and it's amazing if you pull up Gaia and look up the land between the lakes area there's a ton of forestry roads and I have been, you know, contacting some of the people in our Jeeping Mo Facebook group who actually goes, goes out into those areas. They bypass the whole off-road park altogether and do nothing but the forestry roads. And I think, you know, for us, that, that's going to be our next trip. Maybe head down there and just do some of the forestry roads and, you know, skip the the off-road park altogether. The off-road park was was a lot of fun, but I think the forestry roads is for me is really where it's where it's going to be. Yeah, I really enjoy more of the overlanding, if you will, not just taking a jeep out and beating a living tar out of it every time. You know, I, I really enjoy the off-road park, but I really enjoy some of those overland trails. So, after we went, went 
through the first day, we drove all over uh, the paved roads on the Lamb Between the Lakes area. Scoped out everything, went back to the apartment, and uh, Saturday, that was Saturday, and Sunday morning, loaded up Duke, we got in a Jeep, headed down to uh, Turkey Bay. So after we aired down and got going, I was amazed by the amount of buggies out there. So when I was 15, I had built a, a rail buggy. It was a long, it was a 110 inch wheelbase, um, Chenoweth Longback, and it was all Volkswagen. We had Carmen Ghia drivetrain in it because it was wider, it was geared differently, 1600 dual port. And I seen all these buggies there, and I eventually got to talk to a few guys that, that were broke down on the trail. We got talking about their buggy a little bit, and I was amazed how far those buggies came. Now, granted, that was 30 years ago I had that dune buggy. But I was amazed where they've came with those buggies, you know, since then. Because after talking to them, they told me that you know, they quit using the Volkswagen engines years ago because they couldn't find parts. And they're running all little two-liter engines, which was pretty cool. So Duke and I, you know, we aired down and we, we were going through the park. And there's a lot of area in that park, you know. So Gaia has all the maps for the park in there. But it was pretty cool. If you already have Avenzia loaded on your phone, there's a QR code that you could just scan on your way in, and it gives you all the maps in color coded. You know, there's the turkey trot, the secondaries, and the, you know, there's the, what are they color coded? Orange, yellow, green, red, and blue, I think it is. You know, the blue trails are pretty much buggy, side-by-side -side type trails. I don't think you, some of those trails, I don't even know if a, of a Jeep would even fit down. At least one you don't want to just beat the tar out of. So we stuck to a lot of the green and yellow trails. They were a lot of fun. And what's cool is a lot of the trails, as you're going through them, it's all along that coastline of of Kentucky Lake. So if you do the trails right, you can actually, in spots, go right along the, the lake there. Now some of the trails you can't get to with a Jeep, they're geared up more towards, you know, the buggies or blue trails. But in quite a few spots, you actually can get out there and, you know, you're right along, right along the lake. And there's even spots along the trail there where you can actually camp so there was several people who came in there you know 30 foot toy haulers and motorhomes that was parked right by the lake and they had a pretty cool setup so we we rode through there you know let duke out a little bit and uh played around at the lake a little bit and he had a blast during that you know, we got back in a Jeep and, you know, quite frankly, there was some areas as we was going through, we had to, we had to stop because I just wasn't willing to, you know, beat, beat it up that bad because I still have to drive it home.
And there's a story about that here at the end. So we're going through, you know, most of those trails. You know, I have a sport. We haven't got the lockers in it yet. But it did a great job climbing up the hills, you know, through some mud. And, you know, we followed a few, uh, a few little side-by-sides through some areas. Obviously, for them, it was just they were cruising. But we made a few of the big laps through, and we we had found a couple trails that we went up on, on top of some of the ridges, and we got up there. I get out, and we're scoping out some areas as I knew I was getting ready to come off the ridge, and there was, you know, a five-foot drop-off on one side. I was like, well, you know, that's going to be a rollover. So we bailed on that, you know, backtracked. And that's one thing nice. If you if you have Gaia running while you're out on the trail, you know, it's leaving those little breadcrumbs that backtrace onto, which makes it really nice to, if you, if you want to come back out the way you went in, running Gaia is, now I haven't ran a Venzia, so, you know, it might do the same thing. But with Gaia, you know, it'll backtrack right back out where you were. So we made our way back down through it, and I'd, it's funny, Duke, he'll get lunking around in the back seat, and you, he can see senses when it's kind of smoothed out a little bit, and that nose goes out the window, but the minute it starts getting rough, he hunkers down in that seat, and he stays there until he senses his next opportunity. So we drove through there. We managed to get a lot of footage for our, you know, our Jeeping Mo webpage. And, you know, since I was the only one there, you get pretty good about backing down trails as well. And we stuck on, we kind of got off in some trails where people, you know, weren't running. You can't expect people to be sitting and waiting while you're trying to do filming. So we get out of the way of everybody and, you know, got some good footage. So, you know, as we were going through everything, we were we probably ran those courses for about five hours and you know, if you get out on a trail five hours you know that knocks off pretty quick because you're going 10 miles an hour but we ran a couple of the big loops and uh you know it was interesting when we were done you know we had seen quite a few buggies you know through there and it was quite a bit of it was, there were several jeeps there that you could see had axles going back in them. They were obviously in some of the more rougher areas that we weren't willing to go because, well, you know, we're wheeling what we got to drive home. And we didn't come there on the back of a truck. We drove in. So we got to talk to a few people on a trail. And, you know, if you're a jeeper or if you're out on the trails, you know, anytime you see somebody that's broke down or might have issues, you always stop and you check. Never just drive by. And if you're new to jeeping, you always stop. So if there's an issue, if you can lend a hand, you do so. So with that, you know, we ran all the trails. And I would advise if you go there, either load Gaia or Avenzia. And uh, makes for a pretty good trip. At least you can also record your, your route. Save it for a later date. And it gives you your overall altitude 
range that you uh, up and I think we we traveled through like 1,100 feet of altitude, whether it be up or down. So, you know, when we were getting ready to leave, we aired up, watched everybody else come in. And since it was actually the 5th of July, there wasn't a lot of people out on the trail. Most everybody was already packing up and leaving because there's a lot of campers there as well. So we aired up, and then that's when we started having issues. We aired up, we went to take off, and my front end was all over the place. I thought, you know, you always hear about death wobble, and so I thought, you know, I wonder if my stabilizer, stabilizer went out, because when you hit a bump, that front end was just going nuts. So I thought, okay, well, maybe our stabilizer's out. I fell into the pitfall. Stopped by O'Reilly's and picked up a stock stabilizer and I put it on thought okay we're good nope hit a bump front end still going nuts you hit a when you're coming out of there you know out of the park all all over there it's all little two-lane roads so when you're trying to drive a vehicle that you know it's wandering so bad you hit a bump and it was wanting to go you know you kind of clinch that seat a little bit as you're driving so my wife was helping me. I was trying to see, you know, if the toe was out or something. So we was measuring the front tires. And that's when, that's when I found it. I had my wife just move the steering wheel just a little bit. And I see the wheels don't move. But I watched the whole front end, you know, shift side to side. So I crawled back under there. And that's when I found that our track bar was just finger tight. So that front end was moving side to side tremendously so tighten that up and you know it felt like it did you know the, the day I drove it off the line but you know it's more the point do a nut and bolt check especially as soon as you can you know you may not be able to do it at the park but before you start making any big changes or anything afterwards do a quick nut and bolt check just go through it tighten everything up just make sure that's it first before you do anything now if you get a tire you can see is way out of whack well that's easy but after every time you go wheeling go through it nut and bolt check make sure everything's tight and then you can diagnose from there you know I fell into the pitfall everybody always talks about steering stabilizer as well you know I'm I'm no different than anybody else sometimes that all gets in your head and uh, well needless to say I spent 60 bucks on something I didn't I didn't need to because I didn't I didn't follow the first basic rule which is make sure everything's tight first so tightened it up and then uh, we drove around a little bit we drove around all the marinas in the area you know that's one thing nice about Kentucky uh, Lake there there was a ton of marinas with some beautiful houses and boats on it you know I'm not much into sailing but I think we have uh, some lines on some areas around there now to head back down there and stay in some cabins and stuff so if you know if you're ever in that land between the lakes Kentucky area you know stop in and see it there's some beautiful places to stay 
and there's some cheap places to stay you know we uh we were up uh was it kia cook area i think that's how you say it you know the we was at days in 90 bucks a night which was it was kind of nice. I had a pool for my wife. She stayed and she swam all day while we, uh, me and Duke were at the park. But and then, you know, if you want to spend a little bit more money, there are some really nice cabins and lodges to rent out there on the lake itself. If you have a boat, there's a ton of boat access areas. You drop your boat in there and, you know, you could tool around on the lake as well. So it's definitely an area we're going to go back to. It's an area I would highly suggest. If you manage to get down in, into that area, really check out those forestry roads. That's going to be our next plan of attack. So if you, uh, if you have ever been down there or planning to go down there, I would appreciate you drop me a line. Give me some feedback and comments. Go to our Jeeping Mo webpage. You know, our email is jeepingmo.com anyway, jeepingmo.com is our webpage jeepingmo at gmail.com is our, is our email drop me a line let me know how you like it let me know how you like the podcast you know right now we're we're doing a show about every two weeks but I try to do a show where I can actually put something out there versus just you know a can well here's a you know here's some crap for a week if you got some ideas of a show you'd like to hear or something we could do or some suggestions on our show, please give me some feedback. I would love it. If you're interested in being on the show, let me know that too. So, with that, go out there to Jipping Mo, check out our webpage. Uh, we would love some support on our YouTube channel as well, Jipping Mo. That's where all this footage from uh, Turkey Bay is going to go. So with that, this is Larry. This was another edition of Jeeps and Java. I look forward to hearing from you. Until then, talk to you later.